Hi, Hi bestie. And welcome back to another episode of Buckle Up Bestie. I'm Roisin. And I'm Amy. And this week we... It's a quite a long week for you. It's quite a long episode. We have a long it, episode. It is a little bit of a long one to buckle up. Buckle Up Bestie. So we first kick off with our weekly catch-up. Roisin filled us in on her wholesome weekend. So stay tuned for that. If you like Christmas markets, hint, hint, you'll like this. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> and drinking. Um, we cover a topic of the week. So um, it's all about Canada, our experience in Canada, moving abroad, the highs and lows and all that comes in between. Um, we do our review this week is the newly released Spirited. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to see it in the cinema, but you can also watch it on Apple TV. And we skipped the agony ante question just because our topic of the week is very long and we do answer questions in that. Yeah. Um, so we didn't want to, to overexert your besties, you know. You can only kind of give so one or two questions each. Um, so we really hope you enjoy this episode and buckle up, bestie! Well, miss, tell us about the week. Well, Roisin, I'm going to keep it short and sweet because I'm excited to get into your weekly catch-up. <laughs> My weekly catch-up is, is pretty straight-laced. Well, it's very fun. Um, So, the week is always the same. The weekend... Oh, the week we did go to see our review yes. during the week. That mm. was exciting. I we had a screen. Before, yeah, we'll get into the review, but before the even review happened, before the even movie happened, we were a, a 10 out of 10 for me. No, like we it were having a screen. Fantastic. And I would recommend going to cinema on a Wednesday. Yeah. Real deal. And like normally I'd be real like tired after work, but mm. like for some reason I got so giddy. I think it's like just because we're excited. Like it was a good movie we're excited to see. Yeah. But and we more, were together. More about that later. What more could we you? We were want? actually laughing. We were actually laughing so hard in the bathroom that some girl just stood there smiling at us and said, "Your laughs were so funny." Yeah. Oh God, like, hell. We were trying to respond. I was, was actually laughing. laughing so hard I couldn't respond. So if, so if you're listening to this one, sorry we couldn't respond to you, but we were actually too busy laughing. I know. We should have said you were listening to the pod for more laughs. Yeah. <laughs> Getting laughs on come on route. <laughs> um, but the weekend so. Obviously, Roshan, the toy show was on. I know, I missed it. I know you did. Like, you didn't miss much, but, like, not in a month of, uh, Not ever in the world would I miss the toy show. Like, I love it. But I heard on the radio today that it's on at 9.35 or something. Mm. Like, I'd be nearly asleep at that time on a Friday. Yeah. How are the kids awake? How are they staying awake? I'm but like... It's the excitement of it. It is the excitement of it, I suppose. It is. I mean, yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Personally, this year, it didn't really keep me awake, even. What was the theme? Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, so it started off strong, and then it went downhill from there, but, like, it was just grand. Like, do, do you know, there was no fuck-ups, there was no funniness, like... Who got the surprise this year? What child? Um, I just love that bit. One child, uh, goalie, some goalie... No, some soccer player, my park knew who he was, I hadn't a clue. Good looking, I think he's from Ireland, and... But he plays for Liverpool, maybe? Oh, nice. And then the... A few oh, yeah, the goalie's the Irish thing. Is he? I think so. Maybe it's him. And then a few girls from the Irish women's soccer team came out. Oh, nice. And they... There was actually a young girl, and she was doing a stand-up, like, segment. And it was really good. Ah, yeah, I it was very that. good God, now. God bless the confidence you had when you were younger. I know. Like, she was from, like, like inner city Dublin. I think that made it funnier. Yeah. Like, she was very Mrs. Brown's boys, kind of. I love when t- children that tiny have big accents. I know. So she was the one that was into the soccer. So they brought them out for her. Uh-huh. But then, do you know the way the girls' soccer team are, are in the Olympics in Australia next year? 
So they're bringing her to the Olympics and no. she's doing like a training session with them or something. And also, she... Emma Watson did a cameo. What? Yeah, some girl, like, do you know the reading section? I think it was the reading section. Yeah. Or something. She, anyways, like, had a video snippet and was like, oh, keep up the good work or whatever she was saying. I would credit that part. What? I would have credit that part. I know, yeah. And was then I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to come out, but she didn't. Was it on to Harry Potter? Or was it just like, just because Emma's a reader? I actually now that I think of it, I don't think it was at the reading section. Rotting was she doing a bit of magic? I got it straight on. I'm planning on watching it anyway because I'd like to just get in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, but definitely will get you in the Christmas yeah, spirit. But my, we went to my sister's to watch it and she had her decorations and all up, so it was oh. great. Like we had a great time ourselves, yeah. but um, the show wasn't great. But there is like three and a half million for what? yeah I think it, is it Temple Street or it's like Temple Street Simmons the Water one yeah some charity so that's brilliant that's amazing um, then Saturday Roisin I had my assignment I was doing that all day and then I my nephew came to stay we had a great time then Sunday back to my assignment and just like a wholesome Sunday getting the bits done do you know what I mean just literally a good Sunday was it a sun- Sunday well spent brings a week exactly. in town a I can't say my Monday is that can contentful but like do you know when you have like your you have your kind of lunches made and stuff which is yeah. just nice i miss that because i don't really make lunches because i'm home i'm a home mm, to make them i know but then i think to myself like if i made them i just pop it in the microwave and then have more time to relax in the actual hour that i have yeah but that's true that's here and there but that sounds like a lovely week i love sundays when you just like get shit ready yeah like even though i had my assignments i still had a lovely weekend and it was very chilled out and i'm glad i had this weekend to do my assignment because yeah. we have a busy weekend next weekend so yeah oh god everything's happening at one time now isn't it i know i love christmas though. and how is how did you get your assignment sent off no it's not actually due until the 7th of december so i think i'm gonna just keep kind of reading over it and see if there's anything i want to add up until then but yeah, like it's yeah. done but like i could do like it's not my best work but anyways I love that you're like that. I would do it on the 6th. I know. I would do but the whole thing on the 6th. You are so good. If I had nothing on like this weekend, I'd probably... But like, I, I had nothing to do this weekend. So I just Yeah, said, and sometimes it's nice to just... Like, when you're doing an assignment like that, you're just completely removed from the world. Yeah. I feel like you're just like out of your own head. You're just doing... Like, you're just reading and typing. I think that's really good. Yeah. And feel, under no pressure, like, do you know? Yeah, I know. Oh, that's so, exciting. Anyway, Ro, get down to business on your exciting weekend. Well, I was in Birmingham at the weekend. Birmingham, it was kind of a last minute trip. So we decided, Ashling, my sister Ashling and I and our friend Tracy went. Um, Tracy lived. Big in. shout out! I don't think Tracy's got a shout out yet. I, I don't know. Big shout out, T-Dog. Big up, Tima. Um, so Tracy lives in London. So we actually flew to London instead of flying to Birmingham to pick up Tracy. Mm. On the plane, like did the plane just kind of hover and yeah, she hopped yeah. on? I kind of like just put down like kind of like an uh, over-shoulder bag. Yeah. And she popped into the bag and I lifted it back up then. Handy. Kind of like a Punzel's hair. Yeah, very handy. Said, pop a leg in there, says I. <laughs> um, but, so we flew there on Thursday. We actually worked on Thursday from um, a Starbucks. That was it was nice. It was very different to be doing something like that. Yeah. I like, I kind of liked... The hustle sometimes, and bustle. Yeah, sometimes I work harder because I'm doing the hustle and bustle of it. Mm. So it was nice. You feel like you're in the rat race. Like Yeah, I do. But um I yes, that was nice. And then what did I do? This then on Thursday evening we actually drove to Birmingham then. The weather was absolutely god awful. So really? it should have taken us about in traffic, it should have taken us about three hours. Like it, it's less than that, but traffic was really bad. That took us five. 
What do you mean the weather now? Was it raining? Like really, really, really heavy rain. Like you know when it's so hard rain you can't actually in front of you. I hate and it was that. Just really Who was like, driving? Ashley. Ashley. So we hired a car and Ashley was driving, thank God. But like it was just god awful. And you know when it's raining everyone's driving anyway? Yeah. And then everyone's driving slow and there's accents and it was fair play to Ashley for driving. So we got That's there. annoying. There's oh, not in works really. It was just we're all just sitting in the car, we're just like, I oh, didn't really know where we're going, but I kept the morale up with a couple of tunes. Obviously, Cool and Eileen was the first one to. Brilliant yeah. roll, well done. Um, was there any Christmas jingles or not at all? Was there? I don't know. Maybe one or two that might have snuck in there, but there wasn't like a, a set a Christmas section. Okay, fair what enough. I can't remember. I can't recall. That's grand. Um, then we got there on Thursday. We got there late enough, so we just got a takeaway and mm. then. I had a little soon. Couldn't get ready for Friday. Sorry, but what kind of takeaway did you get? So we got a Chinese. Gorgeous. And do you know the way when you go somewhere outside of Ireland, the Chinese isn't the same? Mm. I'd say it's the best Chinese I've had outside of Ireland. Oh, fair enough. Yes, yeah, so we got like very good. We got loads of things to try. So there was like chicken fried rice, ten out of ten. Ooh. Then there was like um, we got like starters. So we got like prawn skewers, and then I don't know if I remember one thing now. Oh, what duck pancakes, sensational! Wow, there was some other thing I can't really remember. And then there was uh, salt and chili chips. Do you know now, Fantastic. like my me and Valerie, she's got a few shout outs. We call that picky bits now, oh, and we bits. do love the picky and bits. And it was a perfect, like, the amount of things for picky bits because you mm. really got to. And what was good is that like we all had a picky bits, but then we all had our own favorite. Yes. So like you were like, oh, I actually want to eat more of this, and I was like, I don't want more of that. So you bait ahead. I'm gonna, I I'm love the rice. Yeah. God, so, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Sorry, I keep making this noise with my tongue, and I think it's because I'm so dehydrated by not sticking together. Do I have a sip of water or anything? I'm actually just going to let us sip, sip of the tea. I'll have to sip as well. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we got up on Friday. We went to the Christmas market. The Christmas market was fun. It was like very drink heavy. Okay. Like, there, it wasn't really like you know jewelry stalls or anything like that. It was mostly just food and drink, and it was German. So sorry, I kind of put yeah. up my hand. Excuse me. Hold the me. main like premise of the trip was the Christmas market, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. So we heard that the Christmas market. So we're trying to find somewhere to go. We're one member going. We're meant to be going to Bratislava, which is in Germany somewhere. Is it? No, I don't. I don't know where it is. I looked it up. I can't remember. It's not in England. No, it's in like um, maybe Slovakia or Slovakia. Oh, yeah. Um, but then it was just really expensive for Tracy to fly anywhere for some reason. Like our flights were like cheap. They were like maybe 70 euro. Mm. Hers were like cost like 300 euro. So it's 300 pounds. So it was just bizarre. So we're like, fuck, we just go. Hashtag Brexit, isn't it? Hashtag they shouldn't have left kind of thing. Yeah. Not Tracy. England shouldn't have left. Mm. But Tracy, come home. Um, but <laughs> then I... Yes, then we were like, oh, here else will we go? And then we found out that, well, we read in line that Birmingham had one of the best Christmas markets in Europe. Now, I don't know, I haven't been to every Christmas market, but like, I think best be- from like, fest, like very festive, and it was quite big. Like, and like, dare I ask, what about Winter Wonderland in London? Is that not meant to be unreal? Or is that more of a theme park? So Hyde Park, I think that's where that is. We drove past that. That is massive. Mm. And it's like, um... Yeah, it's a big, big Ferris wheel and loads of lights, but we kind of wanted to get out of London. Okay. To kind of go somewhere a little. So, so t- look, we kind of felt like we're actually going somewhere. We were going somewhere, but like the Trace was actually going with us. Mm-hmm. So we did that on the Friday, and on the Friday night, we actually. What did we do? I think we ended up watching the match. 
the oh. England were playing USA. Oh yeah. Now, we were in an English pub cheering on USA, so it probably wasn't the best. Ah, sure, the best you know. decision, but you know what the heck. Anyway, <laughs> nil all. Um, <laughs> Friday was just like the Christmas market was lovely. We got loads of hot chocolate and Bailey's, delicious, Gorgeous. very very wholesome, lovely day. We all got kind of a little bit drunk. Then we went, just got food and went home because we knew Saturday was going to be heavy. Mm-hmm. So Saturday we woke up, we went to a bottomless brunch, which was very, very tasty. And then we just went out drinking on the Saturday and ended up in like this, this nightclub called Pop World. And when we walked in, um, the song came, Well, I wish it could be Christmas. Love and that. There was just like streamers flying everywhere and massive blow-up balls. Wow. And, like, it was really, really cool. It was very... Like, it's like something you see on the telly and like a... Like a New Year's Eve party or yes, something. Yes, exactly yeah. like that. So it was, that was really a lot of crack. Um, but yeah, that all we really did was eat and drink. Like, there's nothing we actually did like that was like, you know, we saw... We actually, we drove past, um, we wanted to see Oxford. Mm. So we drove... So I didn't realise Oxford was like, you know, like DIT is, like there's, it's in different buildings. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Okay. So we drove past one part of it, but... It, there, Oxford in general was absolutely beautiful. Really? It's really lovely, really picturesque place, like kind of lots of castly looking um, like buildings and stuff like that. It was just gorgeous. Wow. Um, so it was nice to see that, but that's kind of all the sightseeing we did. And then yesterday we just drove back to London and stayed in Chase's house and just died rolling about like nine o'clock. Love that. And then we got up at five o'clock this morning, flew home. Five o'clock this morning. Yeah, the flight was at nine, so we had to like drop the car back and stuff. Yeah. But our flight was actually delayed. I mean, can mm-hmm. I get you to break down or, or delve further into the bottomless brunch? Yeah, I chose badly with the food because I got a chicken thigh burger and I don't like chicken thigh. So I probably shouldn't have got that. But you always go for the burger. I know, I you love, love a burger. burger. I love a burger. But there were so many other things I should have went for. But anyway, there was like a treat or hash or something that looked great. But then we got, was it Nibbly Bits? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. we got Nibbly Bits for the table as well. So there was halloumi fries. They mm, were delicious. Gorgeous. We got chicken skewers again. And then there was, um, there was chips. And then there was something else that we had that was in the middle of the table that's now escaped me. But it was delicious. <laughs> the, the, everything about it was delicious. And the drinks that you could have, a mimosa, a bellini, a beer, or a Bloody Mary. Now I started off at Bloody Mary because I, I like Caesars, so I thought it'd be similar. Mm. Very lemony, not as for spicy. It was the spice, single spice thing I've ever eaten. Really, like I couldn't. I actually seen something today being like, "Get real, whoever's drinking Bloody Marys, like it's literally cold tomato soup." Like, and it was like, "Get serious." I would have actually really enjoyed it if it wasn't so lemony. Like, really, yeah, because Caesar is technically like you quite crazy. like lemon. I know, but it just didn't go in the drink for some reason. Gotcha. Maybe, now maybe they are lemony, but I just wasn't used to it. Like I, like I just fell in love with Caesars when I was in Canada. Only after like about a year I've been there. Mm. What did you move on to then? Um, then we went on Bellini's Moses. Now I was feeling a little bit sick, like, not a little bit sick. For I, me. Fe- I felt fine mm. for the night before. So like a little bit hungover, but like I was grand. I wasn't like, do you know what? It's kind of like teetering on the edge. Could be yeah. Like, yeah. But it was grand then. We just had a great time after for first first or second drink of grand. Then we Brilliant. Kind of went to it. Then for some reason we just all decided we were sixteen and I'd say we did we were you know when you're drinking and the, from the night before and you're just like not you're just staying the same. Yeah. You're not getting drunk so we're like fuck we're just gonna keep doing shots for every round we do. So we said shots then for of most primi- primarily baby Guinness, which was a bad shout from all of us. Jesus, I'd be on the toilet all night with that name. Yeah, but 
It was very good. Like they brought me a bunch of fun. Oh my god! Actually, we went to this place after the bottomless brunch called Dueling Pianos, mm. and it's basically like these two pianos like facing each other, and then there's a set of drums at the back, and it's this place you go into, and it's like they they have an app, and you just type in the app and request a song, and they play. They can play everything. Like I requested Hey Jude, they played that. We requested Come On Eileen, they played Come On. Like this, wow! On they were sensational. Singers. Oh, people were playing it. Yeah, there was three people. Like there's two. They kind of swapped. With Sorry. Back. When you said there was two pianos facing each other and drums at the back, I did not for a second think there was actually people. Absolutely people behind there. I thought it was all de- decor. No. People playing the piano. Wow. And the drums. And they were like insanely talented. And when we first went in, there was these two guys and they were singing. And there was a girl singing. We called her Disney Girl in the end because she sang like two or three Disney songs and she was fucking sensational. Stop. But the guys were so so talented and you just like there's such a good buzz in there like if anybody's ever in Birmingham go there I, I think there's a couple around I think it's like a chain maybe really but it's called why don't they have anything fun in Ireland Ashton was saying there's a massive market for that yeah like what like why wouldn't we be doing stuff like that but maybe and like if people are requesting songs you're always guaranteed for people to be up dancing or having Absolutely. fun or singing and it was just so much crack but then you could like tip them if you wanted to so I, we obviously tipped them because then they played our songs like mm. because they were like whatever um we really want this song or whatever but it's just so much fun that really boosted them morale for the night but that was kind of everything in, in a nutshell like it was a very nice weekend i'm tired today like, just kind of wrecked. But I feel if I get a good night's sleep tonight, I'll be A1 tomorrow and then ready to go for the weekend. Yeah, were you glad to be off today? I was, yeah. I'm mm. back tomorrow in our morning. I feel like when I when you're off on a Friday and off on a Monday, it feels like you could have a fortnight off. Yeah. It's so long. Yeah, it's nice now. I like that. But that's all my week to catch up. It, has, it actually has felt like I've been away for so long. But Yeah, I missed time. it. I missed you. I actually, like felt like we hadn't seen each other in like the same time like Portugal I know and like we weren't talking but I know that's my fault I was on the sauce <laughs> well I you know I wouldn't want to be getting in the way that I had nothing to say I did, I did snap and say yeah miss you yeah. on a couple of occasions that's true just right. kind of like hey miss touch and base like you know when you check it with your husband at home that was kind of like yeah and well, I appreciate it you know yeah. just to see how I was doing that kind How's of things kind of how things going, you know? <laughs> um, well, Ro, that sounded like a fab weekend. Yeah, it really Truly. Was very, like, partly wholesome, partly getting fucked up, which is kind of a nice mix. Yeah, I think that's, mm. like, 50-50. Yeah. It makes a great weekend. What, what, more, what more could a gal want? Do you know? Okay, so it is topic of the week Ooh. time. Um, it is my week, however, it's not a secret to Roisin because I texted her today and I was like, you might want to maybe prepare for this one. Yeah, because you're going to have to do at least 100 crunches to get in shape to do it. <laughs> do you think I prepared for it? No. Well, I prepared as in, like I kind of thought about it. Thought about I it haven't written anything down because sometimes I feel when I write stuff down, I only stick to that and I don't actually think about how I actually feel about it. Yeah, and you kind of start reading off and yeah. then you're just... It sounds like I'm reading the news. Like, <laughs> three people died in Ohio in a fire last night in Ohio. Three people died. <laughs> three people died. Um, so, the topic is... Oh, so, why I taught this topic is because I seen a video um, recently of a girl that surprised her family coming home. And mm-hmm. it was... It, like, reminded me of when I surprised Power coming home. It's so special. Like. And, like, there's... I feel like around Christmas time, there's a lot of people kind of coming and going or a lot of people away who can't come back. Yeah. So... 
to cut a long story short, Roisin, the topic is, well, I suppose, is the topic Canada or is the topic moving away? Well, I think it can be moving away, but our experience, our experience is Canada. Yeah, so... Um, we, we have spoke about it a few times in the podcast and kind of touched on different areas of, of the podcast, but like me and Oisin really like kind of cemented the podcast and the idea of it in Canada. And we mm-hmm. said like, when we come home, we're, we'll do a podcast together. And um, so yeah, basically we both lived in Canada for seven months together because yeah. that's how long I was there. But Roisin went out way before me. Um, so how long was, were you there? I was there... Um, a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. So do you want to talk us through, like, when you went, why, why did you go, mm-hmm. and just kind of your experience a little bit? Yeah, so, when, why I went is because, like, it was kind of, a couple of our friends were moving abroad, like, two of our friends were moving abroad, and then we all kind of got our visas around the same time, mm-hmm. and then they went ahead of me, but I actually got a job in Web Summit. Yeah. So that was when I was first there, my first stint. So I was stayed there for nine months, I think, actually nearly a year. Web summer. So I said like a. That was maternity or something. Yeah, I was covering yeah. her girl's maternity leave. Funnily enough, I'm covering her maternity leave again. No way. Well, now I'm on a permanent contract, but um, when I was first, that when they first like came to me, they were like, it's the same girl's maternity leave. Yeah. Um. So I was like, obviously, thank I'm God for having all the babies. Obviously, I'm splitting the woodworks for her to start having babies again. Like. <laughs> yeah, in the West Wing. Um. But so yeah, then I went out after. But when I went, it was mid COVID. So COVID happened in February, and then I went that July. Mm-hmm. So my is these. This is my visa was running out, so I had the I like opportunity to, and I had got an extension at this stage. So my ex, it was going to end in, at the end of February, I believe. And then I got an extension till the end of July. Yeah. So basically, when you apply for your, when you get accepted for your visa, you have one year to go, isn't it? To actually use it. Yeah. yeah. To but, activate, like. Yeah, and then so uh, around that time they were given extension. Like you got an extension as well, didn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. And my friend Sinead, I think she got three extensions on hers. Mm-hmm. And um, but anyway, like, they were given extensions primarily for COVID because they didn't want people to go. But then I was like, I didn't realize she'd get a second ex- extension. But then I was like, if I extend it again, I probably won't go. Mm-hmm. And I had no job to try because my job had finished up. Yeah. So I was like, right, I'll just go. So then I went over and just basically followed our friends over there. So why, like, did you, when the girls just kind of said, oh, hey, we're moving to Canada, were you just like, oh, hey, I will too? Did you ever have a desire to move to Canada? Did no. you ever, did you just want to move away? And when they said Canada, you were like, yeah, let me go. What was like, what, why did you want to go to Canada? Yeah, so I actually remember speaking about this to someone before, but like, I never had any girl to go to Canada. Mm-hmm. Like, if, they hadn't have went there, I wouldn't have went. Yeah. Because like I don't didn't like I had never heard anything about it. I knew there was loads of people in Vancouver, but like I would have never chose there to go there because I just didn't know anything about it. Yeah. So I never had any like desire to go there, but I primarily went there. <clears throat> I primarily went there because they were going. Okay. So I and like because then we kind of felt like, you know, if I kind of felt like if I moved out there then and then if you were going to follow and then like there'd be a group of us out there Mm -hmm. so it'd be like home away from home and like what was things like for you at home like was there any factor at home that made you think well I suppose because I had no job Mm -hmm. like being completely honest like it was in the middle of COVID and we had spent like from February to um, July like not seeing anybody else only your family yeah so like we like we there was six of us living or there was 
seven of us living in the house together mm-hmm. and it was just so much fun and it was lovely so like the primary the major fact for me going was because I had my visa and the girls were there and like my job had finished up so there's no re- reason for me to stay yeah so that's what kind of made me go if I had of stayed in the job if I had to have offered me a full-time contract at that point I'm sometimes I wonder what I've actually went because I actually really enjoyed that job yeah and I think I've said this to you before like you find it really hard to like let like you nearly have to be let go like you you don't like letting people down no I hate it even though like I always say to you like you're just a number do you know what I mean mm -hmm. like as shit as that is especially in big corporations I'm like they wouldn't think twice about letting you go but you just you get attached that's the thing so attached like and the thing about it is as well that like everyone can be replaced and it's terrifying when you see it like when you're like oh my god like they're not in my company but like in specifically but like in any company you're like oh my god I can't believe they're leaving somewhere but they're all, everyone's always replaced and things keep going yeah like look there's people like who left Twitter say thousands oh that, yeah that's still going but like yeah that's so true but for you like it's hard leaving when you don't have a secure future 100% and I was leaving going over in the middle of the pandemic, kind of like, I was going to my friends, but I was going on my own in the airport. Mm-hmm. And I think that was so scary for me. And like, I'm, I just was like, I was so afraid I was going to go over there and just panic and want to come home straight away. Because when I went to my J1, when I was f- fucking, whatever age I was, like 19, um, the first two weeks, like, right, I just was so homesick, I just wanted to go home. So then, like, that was a factor in my mind as well. So... Do you know what I've always found so fascinating? Sorry to keep interrupting. No, of course. So fascinating about you is like, you have this like, wanderlust. Like you have this lust to travel. Yeah. But you're the most homebird person ever. I know. So it's like... And it's because I'm so close to my family and friends. Yeah. Like I feel like I would love to just travel the world. But like... With them. Yeah. Yeah. But I want everyone to be there with me. Yeah. Because I'm sad. I'd be sad that I'm missing out at home. Because I don't think it's Ireland. And I don't think it's like your house or Tullo or anything like that. It's just the people. It's the feeling for me. I could be anywhere in the world. But if my family and friends are with me, it'll feel like home to me. Yeah. Because home for me is all of Eli. Yeah, which is so fair. Yeah. And like, so that's why I kind of feel like it's just... I kind of would settle anywhere if I had people around me that, like, I felt like home, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I kind of was just, I kind of was going, uh, went because I was following our friends over. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really have any gra to go there. Like, you know, if I had, a, if it was me choosing, I probably would have maybe chosen somewhere like New York. Yeah. But, like, very hard. Like, one thing about Canada is... It's so hard to get a visa. Oh, sorry, it's so easy to get a visa. Yeah. Like, you literally pay for the visa online. It's, like, 200 euro or something like that, and then you have it. Yeah. Like, a lot of places, you're paying, like, a couple of grand for a visa or something like that. Mm. But, like, I suppose it's good to go places like that that you'd never want to cho- chosen yourself, because I never would have saw it otherwise. Yeah, exactly. But, how, like, what is your experience, and what, like, what made you... Um, it's the same questions, but, like... Is there anything that really, really drew you towards Canada? Like, yourself? I suppose I always kind of wanted the experience to not travel, but, like, move away. Yeah. Um, Definitely. I, There's always that kind of niggling thing that, like, you you grow up when you move away. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would be very independent, like, and I always, like, I don't know, but I... 
always knew I wanted to go somewhere. I always knew it would be short term. Like mm. Ireland to me, like, do you know the way like you're like wherever the people are, but like Ireland is always home to me. Like mm. I just feel Ireland is so safe. Um, and obviously my family, like, yeah. and all of you. But I suppose I never wanted to go to Australia. That was yeah, never so on the cards for me. Like. Never. And then we went to New York a few years ago and I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, where would I like to go? And, you know, like, Europe's hard because you need a language and stuff. And then our first friend went out and uh, to Canada and, I, and to Vancouver and there were, like, just loads of Irish here and stuff. And I was like, oh like that's interesting like uh, that sounds good yeah. and then I suppose when you said you were going that was the nail in the coffin for me I was like well I'm obviously going as well like <laughs> I have yeah. to go no. to Russia and like that was it's so exciting that we could be there together yeah like, the thing is I would never go on my own no. and that like I I'm independent to a point like but yeah. um I suppose my whole thing is like feeling safe do you know what yeah. I mean that's I, a huge part of it though yeah like. and like f- oh, Jesus there's lots of people who travel on their own and make full-blown lives and never come home and like fair play to you but it's just not me like yeah, and like, that's absolutely. fine as well like like the first girl like went that's traveled like went out to people but technically went on her own and like she's thriving yeah she's in fucking she's mexico, mexico now, now like basically on her own yeah so, yeah like that's her life and that's and like i admire that so yeah, much totally. but and but i'm like fair play to you but not for me i'm too 100%. bougie as well like i can't backpack i can't no. like I need my skincare routine. No, <laughs> like, 100%. you know like, what I mean? Even when we're talking about, like, what's what to go to Bali, like, Bali to me would be go stay in a resort. It villas, and, yeah, yeah, yeah be getting massage. Which I know is not technically the Bali experience, but, like, that's what I'd be going. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Thank God we're on the same page. But, um, yeah, so there was that. I was like, I always knew I wanted to go mm-hmm. somewhere. And then you were there, so I was like, that's great. There's three people I know. And then. I was so miserable in my job. Yeah. I was so miserable. And I like, remember you were just like, get me out of here. I was so, like when I think back to myself back then, it was so different. Like I was so negative, such a miserable bitch. Like, and it was all because of, I hated my job. And like your job consumes your whole fucking life. Like mm-hmm. it does. Um, I'm not sure you spend most of it. Think about how much time you actually spend in work versus how much time you don't. Yeah. You spend so much time there. And, like, if you don't get on with everyone, like, they're basically your family because yeah. you spend so much time with them. Like, you get invested in their lives. So there was the work, you were gone. I think I had... Did I just break up with someone or I was maybe a year out of a relationship? Yeah. And I was... No, I had just broken up with someone when I kind of decided, right, I have no responsibility now. I'm going to go. And I, I did my application and everything. Yeah. But then... Ye had all went. So my first setback was the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I pushed it out till I think, I was meant to go in June. Yeah. I was actually meant to go before you. You were going in July. You went in July. You was. So what? I was going to be going in February. February. And then I was pushing it. Then I was like, right, I'll push it out till June. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was going to go in June as well. Whatever. Right. Just before my birthday or mm-hmm. something. And then, so the pandemic hit and I said, right, I'll push it out to August. Yeah. But then I had all my gallstones, all that shit. So I was in hospital and so I pushed out again till... To the next, like to the next May. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think I kind of said like, oh, I'll give it like Christmas so I'll have my thing over and done with. And then like I wasn't getting my surgery and then Christmas was coming. So I was like, I'll leave it till after Christmas. I ended up leaving it till May. So like I just kind of kept getting setbacks and setbacks. Then, 
fucking February comes and I meet so, this lad and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, am I going to stay or am I going to go? And then May came along and I just like booked my tickets and I was like, I'm going. Like I've had enough setbacks. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I need to go. And I think that you're so such a person that like, I just don't think that you'd stay for somebody. No. Like, I just don't think that would be it. Like, like, you know, Lauren Conrad, you know, picking the man over Paris. I just don't feel like yeah. it's ever you. No, and I think years ago it would have been me mm-hmm. definitely and it's no reflection on that person it's actually a reflection on me yeah, and how absolutely. much like I wanted this for myself and like I missed ye more than anything and yeah. you know what I mean and I was like and I always knew it was short term and I am such a big believer in if it's meant to be it'll be 100%. and what's for you won't pass it and you know? know when you're so like sometimes you have a, a like a sick feeling pit your stomach and that you're just knowing that's not the right time for you to do something. Yeah. And then when it comes around, you're like, okay, I want to do that now. Yeah. Then you just know that is like, you're so right, that is like the divine time, time of it all. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, COVID was still very much a thing here. Like yeah. we were still in lockdowns, but it wasn't a thing in Canada. And I was so stuck in my job and I felt so claustrophobic in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And I was like, even though this other thing is going really well, like... If it's meant to be, it'll still go well when I go. 100%. Because you were going over, like, it was, there was, like, um, what's the right word? There was, like, curfews on bars, say. Yeah. But nothing, like, here, like, when you were leaving here, it was complete lockdown. Complete lockdown. Which was just insane. Yeah. And I just, I was, like, even though, like, I'm not a really social person, and, like, I wasn't trying to kid anyone, but I was, like, let me hug my friends. Yeah. You know? And, like, let me try and live. Because I just felt... So young and so trapped. Yeah, and so like when like in the pandemic, it was so scary. She's like, is this our life now? Yeah, like no one knew. Nobody could see the like, end. No, no. Like, for, like if we look back on it, like now, like, there was times when we were like, this is actually how we're going to live forever. It's never yeah. going to be normal again. And like that was, I was already so miserable. Yeah, and that was like literally like make or break for mm-hmm. me. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I either have to go or like things are going to get really bad. Like, yeah. So. I finally ended up going and went and yeah, I, I really thought I'd only last like a month or two. Yeah, to but be you honest. lasted a long time considering like in your head you were only going to really come for the summer. Yeah. Like you, you lasted a long time. I, like I think when you get there and you're living your life and it just becomes like every day, you just don't see the day slipping away. Yeah. Like it just That's the thing. Up. So like for anyone like, sorry, for anyone like moving away or thinking about moving there's a big difference between traveling and moving away and like 100%. traveling is like you take all your savings you go you have fun you like do whatever you want mm-hmm. every day moving away well for me and what drove me back home was I was living my same life away from everyone yeah. you know what I mean and like yeah the summer was fab because the, the weather was deadly yeah but come September in Canada it's it, Ireland it like the summer is just a completely different experience there yeah like it's it's just so different mm-hmm. like it's it literally is like day and night like the summer comes everyone's depression leaves yeah <laughs> but then the minute it's like get to that beach i never realized how much it rained there like i did not know anything about it. like the, i just found the winter so depressing yeah that's what like i was like i can't do this like mm-hmm. i'm living my irish life away from my family and away from people i love for like three core friends here you know what yeah. I mean in Canada and I was just like like I will never forget the day I turned around to you and I was like I'm going home yeah and you were like a few days later you came and you were like I'm gonna go as well but yeah 
like because uh, I remember you saying that to me and I was just like uh, for me I know we're going to get into this in a little, little while when we're answering some of the questions but like for me when you said that I was like oh my god like you, you can actually just do something if you're not happy like that's the like, thing that when you go me, away I was like, oh my the god. pressure like yeah. people see like and it's so stupid and when you think about it now looking back you're like what the hell but like you do feel this pressure to like how long will I last mm-hmm. and like who the fuck is at home counting how long you're there? Nobody, Nobody gives a shite where you are. And like someone was like, oh, you're you're back now, are you? Where are you? How long are you away for? And you're yeah. like, you think that like people are home marketing their calendars like she's not even there a year and a half yet. Yeah. Like nobody, nobody gives, gives a, a shite. Like everyone's, like even from like the, when we're talking about our body image, everyone's too busy wearing themselves. Exactly. Like nobody cares. Literally. And does care, like get a life. That's kind of <laughs> sad. Like. But, um... Yeah, that like that's it as well. I think that we like we do things. I guess like I'm so glad that I like that we did it. Mm-hmm. But I think that as well, like we we tend to do it like for like going to Canada. Like we kind of were just going with the flow. Like yeah. I always wanted to like to have that like independence of like living because I I don't really lived out of home once because I went to college in Carlo, so I'd never actually lived anywhere else other than Dublin for six months. Yeah. So I was like, like you, was kind of like, I wanted to go and do it for myself and get out there Mm -hmm. and live somewhere else. Yeah. So that was definitely like, it was great. Like we definitely got through that. It was great. Yeah. And like for me, I really wanted to see like, to test, I suppose, my social anxiety and, like, really see, like, is this real? Or, mm-hmm. like, can I... Like, you know, and you kind of get that sense when you go away of, like, you can be whoever you want. 100%. But that's when I realised, actually, the social anxiety is crippling because I can't fake it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but I'm, that's the thing, though. Like, you really... Like, you really learn that, like, some things are okay for a while. Like, you can mask something, but if it's in... Like, unless you kind of, like work at it it's mm. so hard yeah 100% and I think it's the most hardest thing is knowing that like it's it's still there like I think there's something disheartening like about like when you think you're doing great and then like your anxiety comes back or something and you're like yeah sick. or like you think you're going to be this sort of person and like out partying and all and then you get to your first party and like you want to get sick everywhere you're like I think I might get sick and then slip into sick and like it's so sad because this is going off topic but like everyone was so nice like that group of people over mm-hmm. there like the best bunch so lovely and like so welcoming to me like I know like you are by the time I came like you were already all friends but I couldn't let anyone in I couldn't be friends with anyone because I was so in my own head I don't know what it was and I'm yeah. like these people are so so nice but I can't but like I think that there's so much power in knowing that now mm. like I think that there's so much power in like looking back like I would have never said that like I think you, at every party you were always so much fun and like you were always like making me laugh and other people laugh like <laughs> just me and you in the corner just laughing. me and you cracking jokes <laughs> but I think that like when you take it like obviously no one knows what's going on inside your head yeah so like when you take a step back and look at it I think that they're so I think it's so like important and great when you can look back and say you know that's how I was feeling and like you know, if you didn't want to feel that way in the future, like, now you know. Yeah. Like, when I feel like this, I should maybe try this or that. Yeah. So I think that that's so, like, great that you, you can look back and, like, see that that was going on. Mm. And, like, yeah, I felt so anxious, but, like, I still went. And I Absolutely. still tried. Like, like, you could have sat at home and just got into bed and, and put on your pyjamas, but, like, Which I stepping outside the door <laughs> when you actually feel sick about going somewhere is, like, amazing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's great. Like, you have to face it head on sometimes as well. Yeah, exactly. And you have to step out of your comfort zone to realise 
how happy you are. Yeah, I'm just not stepping in. Yeah, <laughs> stepping inside in your pajamas because we did a lot of that too, and that was great. Oh, we did, like Roshan. How good was living together? We learned a lot about each other. I think. I think so, and I think as well, like it was like I had never oh, lived anywhere other than my parents. Mm. Well, like, when I was short stint in Dublin, but like I never left my room. Like for that was weird for me because like I'm obviously such a like a social person, but like yeah. I just slept was in my room that whole time. Mm. Like I didn't really do anything. I was just like. Goes, and I lived about a 30 second walk from the, my work which was also grim anyway, <laughs> let's get off topic, topic. but um, we think yeah it is a lot I think when you live with someone you learn a lot about them I think you don't really know someone until you live with them and I think oh, that's 100%. so important yeah that's why you should always live with your boyfriends before you absolutely think of any big steps because like, put a ring on that thing because he put a ring on that thing live with them before you put a ring on that thing because exactly you don't you really you just, just don't, don't know. know someone as much as you'd like to think you do, you, you just don't. don't. And I think that that's the most eye-opening thing about, like, you know, growing up and living with people. Like, it's just different. Like. Mm. But I think that... Um, and it can make or break friendships. Absolutely, yeah. And I think that, like, as well, it, make, it makes you learn a lot about yourself. Like, I'm very, like, looked after at home. Like, and I, yeah. when I move back up my parents, like, I'm, I'm try, I try not to fall back into the same routine of, like just kind of not letting them do stuff for me but kind of been a bit of a princess yeah but like that's why when I came home I like moved out again because I was like I'm like babied at home like I am literally babied yeah well me too 100% and I'm just like I think that was important for me as well to be like okay well I'm not living at home Mm. like this is what I have to do sorry yeah this is what I have to do and I have to clean this and I have to clean that and like you know, I think what the make like something that man dad have always drilled into me is just been respectful to people. Yeah, and I, I think you definitely are. And I think that that's like something you need to really like always think of as well. Like, yeah, just be respectful in whatever way that is when you're living with someone. Like that's their home too, and that that's their safe place. And sometimes I think that sometimes it that can turn into like a like a sad place for some people. Yeah, like you feel trapped in your own home, and yeah. I think like. Especially when you're living with like roommates and you all have separate rooms, it's like have respect for the communal area yeah. and like you know like keep that clean and mm. like keep the noise down in the communal areas. Do whatever yeah. the hell you want in your room, oh, Jesus. and also like respect people's rooms. Like I, I only said to you once, like when I'm in my room, like with the door closed, I don't want anyone near me, yeah. and like you were always so respectful of that. And, like, if you wanted me, you would, like, literally text me. Mm. You wouldn't come in unless the house was on fire. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? And, like, I appreciate that so much because sometimes you can think, oh, she's just hanging out. I'll go hang out with her. But, like, I can't do that. No, and, like, I think that, like, another thing of... Another huge thing about loving people isn't realising not everyone's like you. Yeah. Not everybody has the same... Like, for me, like, there's... Like, you know, I wouldn't mind hanging her, Like, you know hang out with people all the time but there is a time where you're just your social battery runs out yeah and you're like with your parents it's fine because you go down to your room but mm. like when you're with friends it is like hard because you don't want to hurt their feelings but you're like, no. I just can't I'm physically too tired to talk and you don't want to be this grumpy bitch but also you don't want to be fake and you want to be able to like be your true self you 100%. know what I mean but you have to be respectful of them as well absolutely you know yeah but I think we found a great balance and I honestly miss living with you so much. I know, we did. We found a lovely balance and I think that like it as well, like because, I think because like we had like a relationship where we kind of like drifted apart for a little while, I think mm. that made it so important to like 
we valued it so much yeah more. to be like okay these are the boundaries that we have like you speak up for this I speak up for this like, mm-hmm. so I think it just worked really well because um, we wanted it to work so much exactly do you know yeah. what I mean mm-hmm. um, do you want to get into our questions yes. or do you have an- no let's get into our questions because we could talk about this all day, all day. and there's I, I know we'll listen back and we'll think why didn't we say this that and the other yeah but we put up a post or a box on our Instagram today just asking saying that we're going to do this episode and does anyone have any questions um, so one of the questions that I really liked was do you feel more settled at home now that you have tried living abroad it's I definitely do because I had that itch to like even though I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go and I think that's a good thing like not mm-hmm. having your heart set on somewhere because then you can't be disappointed but I knew I wanted to go somewhere and I knew I wouldn't like even especially because everything kind of get, 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 kept getting pushed back and pushed back and I was like I need to go and like I could have easily just said no I'm going to stay mm-hmm. now especially like when I met someone like I was very happy like and yeah. I was like oh like I could I could stay but like I needed to go because I I hate thinking what if 100% and like you can always be like oh I w- like you know I wish I had done that like so sometimes you say I wish I had done that but like so much memories are made yeah and like you really really like don't know anything until you give it a shot no and like it made coming home so much sweeter and it oh made me God. like value my relationships with people like my yeah. parents and everything so much more and like even now, like, when I, I'm talking, like, about Canada or whatever, and someone's like, oh, you lived in Canada, like, that's amazing, like, you're so, I, like, older people, they'd be like, oh, I wish I went, and I always say, well, it's not all it's cracked up no, to be either, not. but, like, I do think, I feel sorry for the adults who say, the adults, we're adults, for the older people that say, oh, I wish I had a went, and I'm like, I wish you had a went, I wish everyone could go somewhere. Yeah, absolutely, and just live, like, Live somewhere else because it really makes you feel like... Oh, also, I think it's so important because, like, living somewhere else or, like, you know, people are running away, like, from Ireland. But no matter where you run to, like, your problems are going to follow you. Oh. So I think that's so important to If do you're that. not happy at home, you're not going to be happy abroad. No. So I think that's so important because that gives you a kick in the arse to be like, okay, no matter where I go, it's not going to be pro- it's not going to be solved unless I do the work. I need to fix me. Yeah. And then you'd be happy wherever you are, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. But, like let's face it like Ireland doesn't have all the opportunities that other places have no absolutely not but and I think that's how a lot of people leave and a lot of people leave because they can't find work here in the field or something yeah and they can't afford to fucking live here that's not in their parents box room like 100% and like we are so lucky that like like I live at home but like if you need to move back with your parents in the morning you have that option oh not everyone does and like that's so hard for people you know like being like here on your own is like it's tough like it and we've seen that over there like even though if we needed our parents financial support in the but morning, we would tough. have had it like like so like i would say yes i do feel a lot more settled at home like i, I came home and i kind of went back into the job that i already had so like i was settled mm-hmm. but like i do kind of feel as well that i would love to go somewhere else for a while would like you, maybe yeah. like like i'd love to work online for like a month somewhere I would love that as well in like yeah. Europe or like yeah. Spain or so like, like something move, like that. Yeah, but travel. I like would absolutely adore that. I'm dying to get a job from home if anyone knows anyone. Yeah, because if you do, me, you, and Nell will be over. We can take Lake over the What's not? Imagine us three walking around Lake Arden. Anyway, it's over. But I think that yes, great question. I definitely am more sad. Do you want to pick a question off? Yes. Um. Let me see. Okay. Let's pick any regrets. Any regrets. I kind of wish 
I went home at the end of summer mm-hmm. because I feel like I had such a great summer that come December I was kind of getting a bit miserable again and yeah. I was kind of like get me home whereas I would rather have let liked to have left wanting more like ended on a high ended on a high mm. exactly um, yeah. would be my only regret yeah well like that's and that is like that's fair it's a, it's a good one like to be like I wish I got like a cool job over there like mm-hmm. I went and I worked I tried to work as a waitress didn't like it and I went straight into a dentist which was the job I was coming from that made me miserable and I worked with a fucking bitch yeah so sorry if you're listening but like you're an awful person to work with <laughs> um, so that made me that tainted my experience a lot yeah. And I just had a regular nine to five, worked like, five minutes down the road. It's insane how somebody can affect your whole life like that. Yeah. Like whether you like, I don't know, you work with them or like, I don't know, like they're an acquaintance or whatever, like it can actually change your whole life. Oh my God. Like people need to watch the way they speak to other people because it's disgraceful. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> I literally. What, yeah. And what some people don't like as well, like you do need that reality check to be like, like, if I thought I was making someone's life miserable, like, working with them or whatever, I'd be mortified. Yeah. No, it's not nice. But those kind of people are miserable people. Yeah, that's the problem, yeah. Do um, you have any regrets? My regrets, yes, I do. I kind of have a regret that... So, when I was in Canada, I I was very depressed at, at one point, And mm. I feel like I regret that I let it go on so long that I got into a bad funk for so long yeah um but yeah and i think i got into like a really bad funk and a regret mm-hmm. of mine is like letting it go on so long like in the end like i got the help i needed and yeah. stuff like that and i suppose i tried to make my life happier but like when i look back at myself in my room working from home like i was so miserable like yeah. I mean, some days i was just like i just don't want to be here anymore and i remember like when like that is just the most terrifying thought anybody ever had yeah to have like so i'm just like I just think that like one of my regrets is like not noticing that sooner but again I suppose everything everything has a time and a place and I came to the right like I got help at the right time and like, yeah you know then my life got better and the summer came and then you know you were there and like I think that that was like when I when I think back about that it just makes me so sad yeah I just don't know who that girl is and I feel I so sad for her and I think and like, I feel bad for letting myself feel like that yeah because we were all so worried about you and like that was yeah. a scary time for everyone but I think it's like you just felt like you couldn't do anything about your situation like you couldn't find a solution no and it took you a while to find the solution absolutely. but then you did absolutely and I think that when I start going to therapy like she was in black and white about just how like easy the situation was like just how to make yourself happy and it was just to choose yourself yeah put yourself first and say what you say what you think and like you like you don't have to feel if you disagree with someone you don't have to feel bad about yeah it. and like you know make your own rules in life and like i just kind of feel like that that was you know for my job and stuff as well like i was just so scared to leave because i didn't want to like let them down like from mm-hmm. when i used to work over there from home in canada and that was a huge thing as well i hated that job so much yeah and i was so scared to leave but like why what did i owe that those people it was just like a lot of shift factors at once. Yeah. You know, whereas if you had like this really great life, like a home life and then your job was shit, you can kind of deal with that. Or yeah. like if your job was shit, 
if your job was great but your home life was shit you can kind of deal with that but when it's everything you're just like and I think that my mental health had just kind of come to like a point where like I wasn't overly like happy at home anyway like it was kind of like when I was in Ireland like I didn't really realize Mm. I was kind of like my mental health was like on a decline like I was definitely happier but like then when I got there, like, that was so, like, so true. Like, for that summer, that first summer I got there, I had a great time. And I was yeah. like, this is amazing. Like, I'm fixed. But then I got COVID. And when I was over there, and then COVID, I got COVID, which was, like, re- affected me quite a bit. And then, yeah. like, mentally, I'd say. And then from there, kind of got progressively worse. And then yeah. th- I think the hardest thing for me to realise was that, like, it was still there. Mm-hmm. And also, I look back at myself, I was like, I cannot believe I stayed there for a year and a half. Yeah, and I remember how unhappy I was. I cannot believe I I I I just said there because I felt like I had to. Like that's so sad. Yeah, but like, but also, I remember saying to you like when I was going home. But I was like, I need her to come with me because I knew you were ready to go. Mm-hmm. But I was like, she needs to make the decision herself. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, if she doesn't come back to me in the next week to say she's coming home, like I'm ringing her that. No, hundred <laughs> percent, and like, and like, there was a lot of great factors. Like, there was a lot of really fun times, and like, you know, there was a lot of really great people, and like, I then like, you know, and I finally got a job that I really liked, and then mm. like, we all moved into that new house, and it was great. Like, yeah, the house was lovely. Yeah, and we just had a lot of fun, and you know, I got a job in the breakfast place, and like, I'll never forget how kind everyone there was to me, and like. Even when I, even when my, my mental health kind of started to get bad again, I texted the guy who owned the place and he was just like, you need to look after yourself. Like, you yeah. know, I think that, like, I was just crying. I remember being really, like, emotional when I read that because I was like, people are just, like, so nice about, like, mental health. And I think that yeah. like, some people are so... Especially over there. Especially over there. Um, But then, like, you know, I think that once you get into somewhere, like, work-wise where you feel like you're part of a family I think that that is so important and mm-hmm. I have that kind of feeling where I work now like as in like I just we always have fun we're always laughing there's someone who always has your back yeah and I feel like that's so important like for when I was working from home I didn't know any of those people and they didn't know me and I was just secluded and I was on my own like yeah like in the work environment um but yeah and anyway, that's taken on, on a big derail but like I think that that's one definitely a regret of mine but like so many positives to it as well and like mm-hmm. so many memories made and like so much like amazing times but like our biggest what the great is like just let myself be so unhappy and like not like I just feel like when you look at you know when people are like looking at photos of themselves when they're a kid I'm like I can't believe I did that yeah like but now I'm like I'll never do that again because I know you know the signs yeah. and you know like mm-hmm. when you're you'll feel that feeling again absolutely but like I feel like like proud, so proud of like it's uh, upside because I feel like so proud of where I am now. Yeah. That I'm like out here like just loving life again. Yeah, like I'm so proud of you. I didn't think you'd last two weeks because no. you're such a homebird. Such a homebird, and I think that like I think that when um do you know when like you kind of go on a downward spiral? I feel like you just your everything around you just sucks you in. Mm-hmm. And I think that like when you break out of that, it's just fantastic. Absolutely. Well, anyway, that's thank a, God that's you made it out of but sometimes the biggest solution is to go back to where you're happy and comfortable Absolutely. until you're healed again, you know? And like, my therapist is, like, I haven't mentioned her in a while, but, like, she's a lady. She's, yeah, and I, we love she her. Was just, we love her, and I think that, like, she 
I was meant to meet her at that time in my life because she literally just saved me. She saved you? Yeah. And thank God for her. I am going to pick another question. Did you ever feel homesick? Yeah, so when I first moved over there... Sorry, you go ahead and answer this question first because I answered the last one. So, homesick, I'm very... I'll block things out rather yeah. than feel them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been a problem for me my whole life. Still is, but <laughs> you know, no, but you're you're better. <clears throat> like, I'm like so. Like when I went, I rarely rang home. Mm-hmm. When my parents rang me, I kept it short and sweet, and I'm having a great time. See, it's the first time I really felt homesick. So like when I first went over, I had to isolate in the hotel for three days. What had the best hell? time ever. <laughs> I loved it oh being God. on my own. And then I went and stayed with one of our friends. Thank God she took me in for the two, the rest of the two weeks. Because you had to do three days in a hotel and then finish your two weeks isolating in a house. So you yeah. aren't allowed to leave a house. And they're really strict over there. The government comes and checks. They knock on it's your door. They ring life. you. Yeah, so um, they took me in. So like the first time I felt homesick was when I went to that house. And there was something said to me, at, like they were all having a party and I was really tired and something was said to me. And I was just like, oh my God. Because I had said something sarcastically and it wasn't reciprocated. Yeah. The way it wasn't taken up the way I had planned. And I was like, nobody understands me here. You weren't, I think you had gone home. Yeah, I think that I had just went home. I think that I had, I had a science effect, one of the many science effects. Yeah. And... I like I think everyone had kind of gone and there was just a few of us and I was just like oh my god now this person is so lovely and like didn't mean it and whatever like loved them but I was like I'm so alone like Mm -hmm. no one gets me no one understands me get me home so that was like the first time and the second time was my nephew's communion I was just about to say it was yeah yeah and my sister FaceTimed me and they were all there together and it wasn't that they were all together that Mm. wasn't why I was upset I felt like I was letting my nephew down. Yeah, which not is like, being there. so sad because like, you like want to understand that like, yeah. it's not like... Like he's my best friend. Like we're like brother and sister. Like I love him so yeah. much and I was like, I'm not there for him. And even though he probably didn't even notice I wasn't there. And if I was there, he probably wouldn't look up and down at me because he's having so much fun. Absolutely. But I just remember having to like turn my camera off and I was like, that's great. You're having fun. And like I was actually crying and I'd never cry to anyone on the phone because I was like, I don't want them to be upset that I'm upset. Yeah. But I had to like cut it short because I was like, I can't do this. Like, And I was so upset and I was upset that day. And then I got over it. And then that, that's when I started blocking everything out. And I was just like... No, nothing's <laughs> penetrating this again. Yeah, so that, I didn't feel homesick after that because, like, I had you, like, yeah. and like you are a big part of feeling home to me. Mm-hmm. And I knew, like, if I wanted to ring them or if I wanted to go home at any point, I could. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. So that's the way I, I just kind of compartmentalize things. You know, you were very good at it as well, though, about being. Um, I don't know if realistic is the right word about things, but like, you're just like, why would I worry about that when I don't know if it's going to happen or not? Yeah, and like, I can, like, I can, like do whatever I want in the morning yeah. but I'm like get like about three to four days of worrying in until I come to that conclusion yeah but like I just love it love that you're just like what's the point what's, what's the point, the point? Yeah. yeah and I I also kept saying to myself I'm choosing to be here yeah you know so why am I getting upset oh, and like 100%. I can ring my parents to see if they're okay and if they're okay I'm okay and mm. that's grand yeah. you know what I mean and like there, the time difference was great like do you know there wasn't a lot of time where they were asleep and we were awake you know yeah. what I mean so and like I was in a, rela- a long distance relationship at the time, I found that very hard. But like we were very close at the time into communicating, so like mm. that wasn't that hard either. No, you know what I mean. And you so- made it work around your schedule, and like I think as well, like that's a test 
for you for relationships going forward mm-hmm. like could you ever do that again would you want to do that again like like you know stuff like does that does it work so, like, yeah exactly. yeah yeah like the whole thing is a funny thing like because it could just be it could be anything could be the small like i remember the one time like thing, yeah one time i saw lots of people out in tara and i was like god i hate to be in the tara because that was during the summer and we were all on the beaches drinking yeah and then i think i saw people in the tower then like kind of was coming up to like winter and i was like oh my god i'd love to be there yeah and it's just a feeling that yeah like it's just, it's just funny how it changes when I first got there, I had to isolate for two weeks in that Airbnb, and I genuinely thought that I would cry the whole time, and I didn't feel homesick at all. I felt like really, it was one of the times in my life where I, I just didn't feel any anxiety, and I was really calm. So and it's like, so mad because your situation would have drove me into a coma. Yeah, <laughs> like, but like, because like. Like, Rosine, you had... Your plans were turned upside down the day before you left. You didn't know where you were staying. Yeah. You ended up having to book an Airbnb with strangers. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, that's, like, scary. Yeah. So scary. You yeah. could have ended up living with fucking murderers. Yeah, because, like, it was... Like, COVID was, like, a lot... I didn't realise how bad COVID was there. I didn't realise how strict things were there. And, like, I didn't realise that, like... Which it was. Like, your one Bonnie. Like, she really loves... She was going, I don't, don't know as good as far as things go, but she really loves something thing, like... Who's Bonnie? Bonnie Henry was your one who was like... <laughs> you were talking about Bonnie, I was like, is this like a <laughs> code name for coronavirus? <laughs> but, yeah, I suppose as well, like, because we're in a little bubble in Ireland, I didn't realise how bad it was there. Yeah. So, like, then, yeah, so then, when I, you would have to quarantine within two days, and then I just said, like, no one called my door, but they rang me every single day. Yeah. Which was like, you're like, fucking hell, like... Mm. Um, but then yes that was nice I liked that time on my own I think that, that gave me time to actually process that I was there yeah and then after that yeah there was some times where I felt homesick that like when I'd be on foot with mom and daddy or like you know Neve and Ashling and I think that like I just really appreciated then like the feeling of you know being at home with my family and just feeling so happy and then being like lads I want to see the girls yeah like, even though I had the like ye there sometimes it was like you know the feeling of of being with your friends in Tullo mm. which I know was like kind of silly but like yeah to get, get me like a kind of like that's a very wholesome feeling yeah yeah. which I know like it's like kind of, it might be silly but like there is something that's like it's safe mm. that's what it is yeah but as in homesick, like a little bit. Like not- I think you dealt, you dealt very well. With yeah, it. but like, but like, you and your family are were always like, like Jesus Christ, I couldn't say hello to you without me ringing. Do you know that no, kind of? Me ringing, and, still- and, then, and then me ringing everyone, and we were always on group calls. Group calls. Like <laughs> yesterday when we were um we were in Tracy's house and like there was a group call, family group call, and she was like, "Is there an announcement or something?" And I was like, "No, it's just Sunday." And, and she was like, oh yeah, well, she's like, okay. But like, and we all just sit there while like someone's like making food or something and kind of yeah. look at them. Yeah, sometimes you just don't even talk. No, I think it's just a feeling of everyone being there. Being together. together, yeah. So cute. But, um, what's, we'll look for another question. Yeah, will we answer one more? Yeah. Okay. Let's round it off with this one. Mm-hmm. Best and worst thing about living abroad. Sorry, I have actually been talking for about 45 minutes, I feel. So I'll, I'll do short and sweet on this one. So you go first. Can I do two small best things? Yeah, of course. One was living near a beach. I that's what I say when you said about New York. You realized you weren't really a city girl at all. No, no. and I always I never thought because I can't swim and I'm terrified of water. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I, 
I was down on that beach the whole time, like on my own. And like you really grew brave. I think that's where your your like thing was like, fuck it, I want to get into the sea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love the beach. Like that's what I miss so much here. Yeah. But the second best thing was living with you. Yeah, I know. I feel like for me as well, like that is it was just And like yeah, that could be anywhere. We could move to Dublin in the morning. Like I just we could just got this closeness and this understanding of each other. Yeah. And the dynamic because we are so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and just like that closeness and like just coming home and actually feeling home yeah. like I couldn't wait to get home and watch a film and drink tea with you and like just literally cook dinner and then do the washing up and sit down on the couch yeah and do you know what was what we used to do as well like we used to like watch all the Halloween movies coming up to October yeah. and then the October's end was on Christmas yeah don't even get me started there to make me watch fucking Polar Express or whatever that's called <laughs> was I really high that day no which day was it that it wasn't you were high at all it was the Polar Express movie, but you were like, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. And I was distraught after it. No, what was the day I sat up and explained <laughs> a whole movie? No, yeah, what was that? We were watching it in the middle. We were watching a movie and you started explaining the plot of, um, the you know, the called The Rescue. And I could not remember telling you that the next day. And the next day you were like this. <clears throat> so, <laughs> The Rescue. The re- I, I went to The Rescue the other day and it was about, and I was like, yeah. She well. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, I told you in depth, like scene by scene, what had happened. Like, and then when I watched, then I actually watched. I haven't watched Rescue and Disney Plus. It's amazing. You should watch it. Yeah, very sad. Very very sad, but like just unbelievable. I was like, she did not leave one single second. Talk about you were like the screen went to black, and then next thing you're fading. I was like, how did you remember all that? Um, if we went to see a movie last week I don't know if I'm going to be able to remember any of them I we'll, know we'll, we'll give it a go right um, I will do two best things as well yeah I think the same living together and then also just becoming kind of a badass bitch and being able to stand up for myself yeah 100% mm. TG it took TG. you a while I know but you got there do you know when a dog can't find a size to break barking that's me you found yourself I yeah. think I, I definitely found myself and I definitely realised that like you know, no one's going to come and give you a happiness card. You have to work for a bitch. Yeah. Um, worst thing for me. Hmm. Do you know off the top of your head? Because I need to think for a second. Worst thing for me was the weather in the winter. I've mm-hmm. never seen anything like it. I think that is very depressing. And nothing really happens then until the summer comes back around. I've got two worst things. Okay. And neither of them are the weather. Okay, fantastic. But I agree with the weather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One was the job. Yeah. yeah. That was well, the worst thing for C me. C made it unbearable yeah. for you. Two was the expense. Oh my goodness, it was so expensive. Like, I couldn't actually fathom how people were paying their rent and drinking every night of the week. Like, the Irish over there, they didn't stop drinking. Like, no. any night, if you text anyone saying where you, they were in the pub. And how? Like, I just was I couldn't afford broke. it. I was constantly broke. And, like, one luxury... Like, I don't... Like, at home here, I don't drink a lot. And I don't smoke. I don't do anything like that. And my luxury is I get my nails done every month. Mm-hmm. Every three weeks. And over there, I had to get my nails taken off because I couldn't afford it. I, I think that's a, another thing about maybe the damn, like, I was always broke and I could never actually really... Get on top of yourself. Get on top of myself or, like, have, like, 
money to be like, yeah, fuck, I'll go do that. Because it was literally, like, just so expensive. Everything, like, because you're tipping everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was, and I found that really hard. And, like, we went to the supermarket, the price of things. Yeah. Oh like, over God. here, I'd be very good with my money, like, and over there like you're getting like I was getting paid really well like I know like you were relying on tips and stuff but like mm. I was getting paid a decent wage yeah and I couldn't I just couldn't afford anything it is and that's what made me miserable because I love shopping yeah I know and that is the thing as well I think as well when you go abroad you're going to be like I'm going to live in this savage place I'm going to have all these nice things but like yeah I start up with only fans literally like sugar daddy please because that was I found that really hard now, yeah to be so honest that was it but that's kind of it for me really on the Roisin it was great to reminisce with you know what right from here till then because we're nearly home a year in a few weeks we'll be home a year yeah which I feel like so much has changed in a year and also as in the fastest definitely like what the fuck I keep forgetting I went but I only went for a very very short time but it felt long mm-hmm. because but yeah I think for a long because you're living every day there yeah my but... question to you before we finish so we're home nearly a year mm-hmm do you think you're happier now than you were a year ago? Yes, I do. I feel like I'm more just genuinely content. Mm-hmm. I think that... Do you think coming home was the right move for you? Absolutely. I think coming home... I think that, like... I think when I, when, one day when I got home and I was talking to my mum and dad, and they were like, we're just so happy to have you home now, we want to mind you. And that just, like, made me so upset. I was just like... I needed to be minded. Yeah. I needed to be You desperately like, needed that. Yeah. And I remember being like, like, you're never too old. I know not everyone has the luxury of having parents or like, you know, even if you look up to someone, but like, you're like, you're never too old to go, like, admit that you need, you need to go home and be minded for a while. Yeah. And There's nothing wrong with that. And yeah. It, like, that's what helped you. And like, I am so grateful that like, you have your parents. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But how do you feel? Do you, the same question, are you happier? And also, do, was the right decision for you? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, as I said, like, I I think I should have come home sooner. Yeah. Um, But I'm definitely so much more happier. And I'm so, like, I just feel, like, calm. Yeah. Like, I'm not thinking what's next, where to next. Like, I'm That's happy. That's so true. And I feel like that as well about things. Like, I, I never even thought about it. I'm not, like, what's going on now. Yeah, like, where, oh, where to, to next. Or, yeah. like, yeah, I'd still love to travel. But, like, to be honest, my priorities have changed. Like, I know this is so silly, but, like, I have Nelly now. And mm. I don't want to go anywhere without her. Mm. So, like like it would take a lot for me to go traveling and like I still want to and everything it's not as if I have kids but I just feel very happy and very secure at the minute yeah and like I don't really want things to change change for me do you know what I mean like yeah my job could be better um but it's not as bad as it was no I'm saying and also like a job is a thing that like can change in the morning and like it's not a consume in my life absolutely not and like I think that if like, you know, you're not in a job that, like, you're bound there for life. If you found something else in the morning that you're, like, you thought, Jesus Christ, this is the best job for me. But mm-hmm. that will happen. Yeah. For you. And then I think that, like, when that does happen, it'll be the right time for change in your life. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. I've just it once, like. kind of learnt, like, it's going to happen when it's going to happen. Absolutely. And there's no point in me, you know, being, like, upset or anxious for the next thing. Because things are going to happen when they happen. And, like... I just need to stop, you know, 
it's putting pressure on yourself thinking I'll be happy when because I'm happy now that's exactly it like when you think oh I'm happy when this but like if you sit at home on a Saturday and have a cup of tea and just really think like life is fucking good yeah like I'm able to like things are pretty boring at the minute but it's great great and like I'm breathing I'm alive and like yeah. surrounded by have a little doggo do you know what I mean? Yeah, people say doggo, but now I'm one of those people. Um, but that's really lovely, and I'm really happy that you are content, and I'm happy that that you're here. Me too, Rowan. I'm happy we're both home together. Yeah, absolutely, because look at our fucking podcast, we can everyone laugh every week. Exactly. Um, but if anyone has any tips on traveling or anything moving abroad please send them in and we can put them up on our stories Absolutely. for other people because i know there's yeah. a lot of people geez they're all going to australia from tolo lately honest to god but also like there's people who travel and it changes their life completely and they had the best time like neve traveled and now she lives in america yeah and, like, like people say oh, i'm going for two weeks and they never come home and like, like so traveling is so we just happen to have like a similar experience that mm-hmm. we're like we realize we're kind of homebirds but like the people who like travel and love it and have a great time like I don't want to be shitting on travel it just didn't no but I also bad pace of their life at that point and also just it has it has to be two sides of it as well yeah there's the good and the bad and like also I'm so glad that we're happy in Ireland because a lot of people just aren't happy in Ireland like we went because we wanted to experience like different countries but like a lot of people like have no choice they're like Ireland can't give me what I want so like but like we're so lucky we have family here and we love Ireland, you yeah, know? Absolutely. That's all, Ro. This was a great topic. I really enjoyed it. really made me reminisce. Mm. Kind of made, I think that uh, my part needs a small violin in the background. I feel like I'm talking for so long, so dreary. No, but that's like, true. And then it was the summer of 19, <laughs> 1912. <laughs> but it's good to show people that it's not all glitz and glam and everything you see on Instagram. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I think that it's like, it's so, I think when you hear someone talk about something that like, when you were also struggling with that, I think it's just so refreshing. Yeah. Because, like, it's so great to see people's Instagram stories having a great time, and I'm so happy for you. Or people, like, but, who stayed here and had kids and didn't get to travel, or people who are, like, thinking, should I stay or should I go? Like, I feel pressured to go. Like, it's not all no just the fab times. Just, uh, that's how I actually feel. Just go for two months. Exactly. Travel, come home, do whatever you want. Everything is so accessible now. The country's back, or the co- world is back open. Yes. So go and travel if you want to travel before it closes again. Before she closes like, her legs. Review of the week. Pa-pow. Review of the week. Pa-pow. I mean, fantastic, if you ask me. I really started off strong there, but then kind of whispered out like this. So this week, we... Well, last week we went to uh, watch a movie, and the movie was called Spirited, Woo-hoo! and that's what we're reviewing this week. And um, we went to IMC in Carlo. They mm-hmm. had the Wednesday meal deal, which is fucking amazing. Yeah, what was the ten euro for a ticket? Ten fifty for a ticket, medium popcorn, and a drink. And before that, we went to Aldi and got little chocolates. So it really worked out. For and them strawberries, because you know what? it can be very. Oh, and strawberries, um, jelly strawberries. You by know, the way, it can work out pretty expensive if you're on a budget. I swear to God, I've spent like 30 euro in the cinema before. Absolutely. On my, like just single ticket and yeah. So like I think if we want to go, I actually really want to go see the thing called the menu. So maybe we'll do that from Wednesday. Same. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday we'll do it. Yeah, we will. Um, but anyway, um, so the if you haven't seen Spirit, if you are, if you do want to watch it, <clears throat> um, it's on Apple TV as well and also in the cinema. So but if you do still want to watch it, there's going to be spoilers. So skip, skip over the section. Yes. This is your warning. But also it's not that deep of a film. But it's a musical version of... A Christmas Carol. Yeah. So, so it's Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds, a Christmas Amazing Carol. pairing that I didn't know we needed. Are they, they're, off, they're in another movie together. Are they? 
I'll look that up when you're telling um, people. Tell the the plot. So, if you don't know the Christmas... Wait, if you know the Christmas Carol, you know the plot. If you don't know the Christmas I, Carol... I don't think I've ever actually fully watched the whole thing. Have you ever watched Scrooge? I think we watched it together, but I fell asleep. Okay, so, basically, Will Ferrell is... It's kind of like... Elf. Yeah, it is like Elf. He has the same energy as He Elf. has the same kind of character as Elf. You go in and it's like Santa's workshop, but it's all basically spirits. So they're all yeah. dead, but they're help they're then the ghosts of like Christmas past, present and future. And then it's the workers in the company. Yeah, everyone who does the research and all because it's mo- it's making it modern, obviously. Yeah. Um so Will is like he's the ghost of Christmas present. Mm-hmm. And then Ryan is basically their target that they're like he's miserable, he's really mean. And they want to make him a better person. So isn't it that so it's that like they pick someone in December and then they research them for the whole year, get everything about them, and then when it comes December again, the tree goes visits them, and then they try to get them to change to a better person. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, because I kind of I didn't realize it was December to December, but at the start of it, you have um, Rose Byrne, who's brilliant. Like, should has a little cameo on it, but oh yeah, very good. Like, so she was in Bridesmaids. She was Helen. Yes, the changer. So it's a big win. Yeah, fantastic news. And then um, Will Ferrell has been dead for like crazy amount of time. Like he should have retired. Basically, went back into the human world. Mm. So he's done his time. But it's just really good. I think that like Ryan Reynolds and uh, Will Ferrell have just such a, like great comedy chemistry I feel yeah they're just work it's like it's like um, they're acting and reacting great together absolutely it's like um, Maya Rudolph is that her name and Kristen Wiig mm. so fucking good they're just we're referencing Bridesmaids a lot I know they're just a perfect match but um, so basically the, the habits <laughs> of the movie the ghost Christmas present future and past visit Ryan Reynolds but he's very smart kind of outsmarts him and he, on his file it's stamped Unredeemable. Unredeemable. So they're not going to take it on and Will Ferrell's like, if we don't take this on, I'm out of here, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, will we tell the whole movie or will we tell what we feel about it? Let's just kind of go with what we think. Okay, so, I three parts that you liked. Can I just first say, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm either going to love or hate this movie. Yeah. I knew nothing about it. I only found out last minute that it was a musical and yeah. I was like, this could go really bad for me. Yeah. Um, I often don't like remaking classics. I just think Leave Well Enough Alone. Yeah. Christmas Carol has been redone and redone and redone. It's been beaten to win an inch of its life. With a, with a redone stick. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, oh God, but I really love Ryan Reynolds and I really love Will Ferrell. I think that they're so fucking good. I just love them. And I think that's why I was nervous as well because I was like, this could make me not like them. Like, remember we went to see that movie Holmes and Watson and it's, mm. it's the two guys from Step Brothers. It's Will Ferrell and... I can never remember name. that man's name. John. You're a great actor, brother. I just can't remember your name. Brother. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, that was shite. That was... It was just such a different type of comedy. It was like more sillier than separate or mm. something. But, anyway. But then this, I was like, I have to be open-minded that it is silly. Like, it is a piss take, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... But feel-good piss take. Oh, my God. I have to say I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I absolutely. did now. It and the musical long. parts were funny because like there was one guy and he was like, oh, are we singing again? Yeah, like, he's like, there's no need to sing that. Yeah, again. are you sure? And a good cast. Like, I th- the, yeah. the girl who played Ghost of Christmas Present was fucking great. I thought she was I good. didn't like her. Oh, I thought she was really good. I thought that she was just like, just like, you know when she was fangirling over Ryan? 
I just yeah. that's so funny. When she was like, does he talk about me? <laughs> or I just like, love can that. you just do something really quick for me? Just smell his hair. And he's like, oh, he's probably here because of me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he's getting so attached. Um, but I thought she was good. Also, um, Tracy Morgan's in it. Hilarious. Who's that? Um, Ghost of Christmas Present. Sorry, a future. The, the Grim Weeper? Yeah. Oh, something, something that you liked. Can you go first? Yes, I have a couple of things. Okay. So I love, love, love the fact that someone dressed up as Elf came up to Will Ferrell's character. I loved that. So it was so funny and he was just like, so like him. It was just so gassy. Yeah. And imagine being that guy. Imagine the feeling of that. I know. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, I love, I loved that the twist in it that we found out that Will Ferrell was so basically at the start of it he's like no we've only ever done one redeemable and it worked out great but like it's risky mm. then we find out in the middle of it that will ferrell is the unredeemable guy and he was the man and ebenezer screwed yeah yeah so i think that was like mm. oh, that's so cool and then another thing the ending i did not see it happening i did not see that happen like that was going to be yeah plot twist it was really the end. yeah like I, we won't ruin it for you but mm. like don't ruin it it's it was just like I just didn't see it coming and it's kind of sad but also like oh I really liked the way Ryan and Will became friends and like they didn't like at the start Will was kind of like no like I'm the ghost Christmas present like you know like leave it but then like Ryan would hook him in and he'd end up like he'd try and stick to his script but he'd kept kind of like them being friends with him and I was just like this is so it's how I imagine him in real life as well yeah but um, I, I like the way Ryan amazing. kept like flipping it around and like bringing it about Will's story. He's yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. Why are you like this? It's like, such a good mind games. But like, mm. well, we're not talking about your life. And there's always, I like, suppose, the bonus of Ryan Reynolds being so goddamn sexy. Oh my god! And like, was at the start of it, at the very, very start of it, when he first comes into, it, he does like a, like a, like a song, but he keeps changing suits, and he's just so handsome yeah that was good I actually really liked the musical bits I did I it was very great at showman yeah very, very the, at the end dance was very great at showman yeah um, but what there was what else did you like or was it kind of just like as a whole god well, I'm trying to think of like there was some really funny bits in it that like you were, I, we were actually laughing out loud at and I yeah. love when something makes you laugh out loud I was really screaming for a lot of it. Yeah, actually. Some of it was just like, you're just literally pissing yourself laughing. What would you give it a 10? I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. Just because, like, obviously it's not my favourite movie. It's not the kind of movie I'd watch over and over again. Mm. It Like, but it's definitely a feel good. It definitely was, like, above my expectations. Yeah. Um, considering it was, like, now... I love musicals as yeah. musicals. I hate films that have a touch of a musical. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, like I like a musical done well. Yeah. But I think because this was like funny. Yeah. And I think it was funny. I was expecting yeah. it to like not be like to be trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, but it it actually was funny and it made yeah. me just feel really good. But I think that Will Ferrell has just the he just has such a talent for like making these people laugh. He just, he just has funny his bones. delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Funny bones. And I, I think it was nice and Christmassy. It gave me a Christmas feeling. It did get you into Christmas spirit. Yeah. It kind of almost, in the place where they're working, almost had the feeling of Elf, but also like the feeling of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Where all the workers are there. And I just loved, what's that little guy at Santa Claus and he has kind of the long hair? It's like head elf. Bernard. Bernard. Um, Sorry, I wouldn't have rested. No, I know for a pitch. I would have never got that. It would have been Zed on my guesses. Um, I would have given it about eight or nine. I just mm. think that like, 
great pairing mm-hmm. great movie very feel good made us laugh we had a great time great play on a movie that's art like a kind of concept that's already done but had the twist I feel at the end like well, it was I definitely have... a modern twist and a twist within the story as yeah. well you know so I thought it was really really well done I really liked it and I probably would watch it again yeah yeah. I probably watch it every Christmas to be yeah. honest yeah I just think that like I'd like to watch it with someone who hasn't watched it and like see their reaction and like yeah it is long it's, it's like two, it's hours, two hours yeah like two hours and ten minutes or something so it is a long movie but I it just, doesn't feel long though. but like there's some movies I'm like that could have been condensed I I don't think I needed, this could I have every single second of it yeah exactly yeah. I'm sure now after this we'll be like oh this part was so funny as well but but yeah but no go watch it it's, go it's watch it very very good and if you don't want to go to cinema it's on Apple TV yeah very good loved it And that is all for a lovely week. We are ending it there. We have no Agony Ant question uh, section this week as we answered our questions in our topic of the week. So we kind of got them all out of the mm-hmm. way there. Maggie made two together, which is quite smart considering yeah. I talked for about a solid hour and a half. Yeah, it was quite lengthy. Yeah. So I think we nobody will miss the Agony Ant no. this week. Um, but we really hope you enjoyed it. I really loved this week. I thought it was nice to kind of reminisce and just kind of see where we are in our lives now. Yeah. Um, if you aren't following us, please give us a follow on Buckle Up Bestie um, Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. We also have an email if you'd like to um, email us buckleupbestie at gmail.com if you want to send us in some questions there and we'll yeah. anonymous. That's absolutely great. Go ahead. Can but, I just say one more thing? Yeah. Sorry to cut you across. Um, I mentioned on the Instagram, I was like, does anyone want to do us to do a Christmas episode? Yes. So, and we got a great response. Like, everyone was like, absolutely. Ah, uh, yes. So, we'll defo do that. We just, yeah. we'll figure out after this when we'll do when it. When we'll do it and like, what was the concept? Yeah. So, we'll put up a box and stuff and be like, what would you like included in it? We might ask like some topics and stuff that you want to talk about. So, please interact because we're going to, we're going to get that one out yeah. for Christmas. We'll do that and then maybe we'll do that before we take a little Christmas break. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Um, yeah, so we'll keep um, sending us in questions and maybe some some still feel like us to review or some funny stories. We'd love to hear them. Um, but yeah, we really hope you enjoyed it. And that's it for another week, Bestie. Bye, Bye Bestie. bestie.